conversate for a few. Hustle, welcome. Man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast 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 Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bro? Now we got to talk about hip hop role and social justice okay okay yeah um we gotta do it bro we gotta do it and it's, it's, it's a few angles you know a few different perspectives that we have to cover yeah in for this. sure because it's very for important sure. um and and i think it's important before we get to it and it's uh we've been gone for shit what's been a few weeks yeah, 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 we was we was planning the transition from audio into audio and video, and we thought we had the solution worked out. And then we had computer issues, um, and we actually did get an episode. I think it's okay to share that we got an episode in the can um, before everything jumped off. Uh, right. Everything being uh, the senseless murder of George Floyd by the police. And then all the civil unrest that followed. So we didn't feel comfortable putting that episode out while all this was going on. And we thought we were going to be able to get the computer situation. At least I thought we were going to be able to get the computer situation fixed faster than we did. Um, But we decided we couldn't wait anymore. And we came back with audio only for the time being. Uh until we can get that get that situation taken care of and then we go into straight audio video for the duration. Um so we're looking forward to being on YouTube yeah. and uh Insta IGTV and Instagram stories, you know what I'm saying? And you can see us and and you know I, yeah. I, you know, I I'm I, in, in all, all our glory. glory. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. I'm looking forward to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's my apologies, and I think I'm apologizing for both of us, man. That and I apologize for being the hold up, Alan, because it's definitely me. Oh, no, um, it's definitely good. on my end. And all, and truth be told, man, we went so hard for what two to three months that we probably needed a break. To two, yeah, yeah, honestly, we did. We went we went hard body for like damn near almost three months straight, straight. Yo. like daily, yeah. daily. So. It, they had content. If you needed something to go listen to, it was there. Cause I'm right. It was there, so I don't feel. I, I feel bad, but then just that thought made me not feel so bad, right? Right. Cause um, we and it give them time to uh, catch up. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, with that being said, man, let's get to it, bro. So hip hop role in social justice. Mm. Um, and 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 we're looking at it also as just hip hop impact on what takes place in society. Well, yeah, I, well. I guess the easiest way to say that is you could probably let add or lack thereof, and that kind of covers. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Role of social, yeah. justice, you know, but or lack mm-hmm. thereof. So sometimes it ain't no justice, and hip hop is a reflection of that, or you know. Yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah, man. So, where you want to start, man? I, I had. Go ahead. Well, I asked you where you wanted to start. Mm. Man, so it, I think it's always good to go back to go forward. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll, I'll, I think we should 
start at what has culturally been the role of hip hop, just being the voice for the okay. people on the streets. So, in that regard, I take it back to I'm just gonna start with what I feel like the, the first big yeah. movement culturally was inside the cultural hip hop, right? And that would be yeah. Zulu Nation with Africa Bambada. Absolutely. And yeah. Zulu Nation was, you don't need any other adjective, Zulu Nation was a form of outreach to black youth to, to stop them from being violent against each other and to bring unity between different cliques and gangs in New York at the time. So, yeah, so absolutely. One of the first, and, 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 and when I say it was a movement, it was, it wasn't like a nonprofit. It wasn't like a, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was a true grassroots yeah. movement built around the arts, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. arts that encapsulated right. hip hop, be it graffiti, DJing, MCing, break dancing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. those th that's what Zulu Nation I think as a people that's what hip hop was intended for anyway. You see what I'm saying? I think it was I think that's part of what right. it was intended for anyway. And I think from from that point is where you started seeing the the narrative be a reflection of what was being seen in the neighborhoods. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Like I think it started like the 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 grassroots uh foundation of Zulu Nation was about unity and then within that unity you you found the artistic part of what the visionaries would be is is your Melly Males and stuff and starting to paint the picture. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that was that balance of of we can use this thing that's fun that everybody loves, that everybody's gravitating to to unify us. Mm hmm You yeah. know. And this is before it was worldwide. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. To unify us and and um be the outlet of expression to reflect what is going on, as you said, in the neighborhoods and and the plight of uh, the people exactly. at the time. Exactly. Um, so, mm, see, okay, okay. So, let me ask you this. What, it, what is the role um, what do you what do you feel like is the role of hip hop? Yeah, um, th does hip hop have a responsibility when uh, a, a responsibility to steer things steer steer things in the right directions? I guess so to speak. Um. And when I say right, yeah. meaning like a yeah. positive, yeah, productive, sure. progressive. Um, yeah, it does. It did. It did. Mm -hmm. It does. You understand what I'm saying? But and I, but I don't think that just falls on hip hop. I agree. Which That's is, the case. Uh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I don't think it just falls on hip hop. But. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. And, go and you go back to the greatest artists in, of our time, back before our era. You know what I mean? Like our parents' greatest yeah. artists. With your Marvin Gaye, your Stevie Wonders, your uh, James Brown. Mm -hmm. um, shoot. I mean, you can almost name pretty much anybody. If you, you can go in their music and find message to the struggle, to the fight. You could you could you could find messages yeah, that, messages that speak to the time. So you and some of these people, man, you can find full albums, bodies of work, right? Yes, that speak to the That's time. True. Stevie had, I mean, the whole seventies, bro. His the whole his the, his whole musical arc of the seventies was that. Yeah, was a was a a, a man. It's it's some of the most perfect. Uh, 
conscious music you could ever hear. Yes. You could have, I mean, outside of soul music, the Beatles had messages in their music. After they after they got mm-hmm. past, after, the funny thing about them is after they got past the fame, after they got to the fame, is when they started putting messages in the music. It's when they got control, and when they got control of, the, of, the, of what the narrative was going to be, they decided to inject social justice in the music to an extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. We are doing the absolute opposite. Or, or not even ever considering adding the social justice part to the music at this point. Right. And, and, and that is, I think, uh, due to business. That's absolutely due to business. Absolutely. It's it, there's a couple you know, things that it's due to, bro. And, and I'm gonna tell you, yeah, the right, truth. right. Mm-hmm. That's one of the major. But I'm gonna tell you before that, it's, yeah. it's uh, mm-hmm. if you rap about what's in your neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. You you have there was a, okay. Let's just look at it for what it was. All right, hip hop hit in '79. You got rappers. Mm-hmm. We ain't gonna act like hustling didn't go on in the 70s and early 80s. You know what I mean? But uh, the narrative of hip-hop wasn't the hustler's tale because the hustler didn't believe in being no rapper. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But but hustlers right. were people in the neighborhood that people looked up to. You can't act like that ain't true. You know what I mean? It's still true. Yeah. It's, yeah. But the music didn't reflect that yet. You see what I'm saying? Nope. Mm-hmm. Because the generation of people that was rapping. Let's see how I want to put this. The generation of people that was rapping <laughs> weren't the people that looked up to the hustlers necessarily. It was the people that pretty much ran alongside them. They were you know what I mean? And crack hadn't hit yet. Yeah. The next generation of rappers, the hustlers that they were looking up were hustling crack. And it was a completely different era, a completely different look. And the stories they was telling was evidence of the crack era, not evidence of the early 80s. It was early evidence of the late 80s and early 90s. Right. So what they, what, I, I guess I said all that to say, if crack had never been dropped if the social injustice of crack being dropped in the black neighborhood had never happened, then they never would have been able to, it, it wouldn't have been the story to tell that they could popularize and then start to benefit and then co-op that and make it the narrative of hip hop overall. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like it's, it's everything leads back to the system. It, it, we didn't just decide to make that the narrative. Yeah, yeah. And, and and this is and it's funny that you say that. Like, what was uh, like if you were talking about like the crack era that hit, and then that became um, what what happened? The things that happened and the outcome, the devastation from that is reflected or or described right. in many artists' music right. afterwards. So that that became a part of the narrative of the music so but and i guess this is um <laughs> the paradox well this is where the line get blurred on whether life you know if the art is imitating real life or vice versa what, what have you but it seemed like it, it's both the music the music can influence and that's the thing the music can be influenced by something but also the music Absolutely. can influence something. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. It's a like two-way street. And especially when you, when you add the part to where you started, the business. Because the business realizes that it can sell. You see what I mean? Like, okay, this is go- this is going to sound mad conspiracy yeah. theorist, right? But it's not, <laughs> right? Because a billionaire is next to a billionaire yeah. is next to a billionaire, right? If a billionaire is, uh, mm-hmm. is running the the entertainment company, 
sitting next to the billionaire that's running the uh, prison complex. It's sitting next to the billionaire that's making the laws. Do, do you understand that that's been mm-hmm. that, the billionaire that runs I the company absolutely. that's lobbying towards laws? You see what I'm saying? Then why yeah. wouldn't we be smart enough to have a conversation to be like, bro, if the narrative in the music is crime, then the world is going to see them as criminals. So it's going to be easier for us to lock more of them up. I make money. You make money. You make money. We all make, make money. money. We all make money. Absolutely. Right. And, and 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 this is the thing. I don't even consider that conspiracy theory. I mean, there are conspiracy theories, but if you can prove something with evidence, then it's not a, a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy fact. And we have the facts on, on that yes. actually happening. And, and I think I brought up before where it, it was funny that it was a because uh, a lot of prisons. I mean, you, you yeah, can own a prison. Prob- you got privatized you can build prison. A prison. That's what they are. It's, right, right. So in Pennsylvania, um, and I forgot specifically, it, would, um, it may have been Pittsburgh, but the owners of the prison were suing the state because the state promised them that the prison they built would reach a certain number of capacity wow. by a certain amount of wow. time, and it didn't. So they were suing them because the, the inmates that they was promised when they built and invested in prison to build it wasn't coming. Wow. It was actually suing the state. So that's, so that just, te- I'm saying that just to lend credibility to, yeah. to what you're saying. Like what you're saying is like something it's, that is it's, it's really crazy. Cause they doing you know it saying? so in the open that they feel free to litigate each other over this foolishness. You see right. what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's so in the open that you're going to yeah. litigate the fact that this place didn't pipe enough prisoners in here we didn't go arrest enough yeah. people we mm-hmm. come on man yeah so right i mean so that's my that's my that's my thing so business at some point any company once they realize they got something that's profitable they're going to start to duplicate it and sell it in mass as soon as they realize yeah. they can sell mm-hmm. They can sell Joe Blow as if he was Scarface. And not the rapper right. Scarface, Tony Montana. Yeah. yeah. I'm just doing yeah, it for the people. You. Absolutely. Yeah. You're gonna end up with right, right. You're gonna 20, end up with twenty. You're gonna up, exactly. Exactly. Up. And that's what we got. And that's what we got. And that's the thing. So and, and you can you can cl- uh, correct me if, well, if I make a misstep in this, but like let's say like the the beginning, I won't say the beginning, but how the initial feeling and vibe of rap was first mm-hmm. kind of party-ish, then to um, more mm-hmm. conscious stuff with a message, then mm-hmm. to more gangster, then, gangster, then to more like luxury, uh, you know, yeah. lavish street mm-hmm. tales, luxury, drug dealer rap. I would absolutely, would I would agree absolutely with that? agree with you that. You know what I mean, roughly. Okay. I, would, I would add something. And so, because what we what we're now seeing yeah, is luxury without the drug dealer. You just seeing luxury rap, right? Because you see what I'm saying. Because there's absolutely yeah. no. I mean, I guess there are drug. There is drug rap out here. You see what I'm saying. But but the criminality. Right. Is I get what you're saying. The criminality right. is just absolutely. like. The, you know what I mean? So it's, it's that I just want to add that there's I think there's a level a- after the gangster rap and and rich rap. I think there's a level in between that it was rich rap, rich rich gangster rap, and then now we in luxury rap. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And in in each of those instances, from the party to the more of a message to gangster, or you know what I mean, uh, to the luxury rap what what's going on in each of these phases is yeah the business is growing they're seeing like once they're seeing that rap is going to is becoming a viable entity once they know rap and i'm talking about the people at the labels the companies that maybe sit and talk mm-hmm. to lobbyists and all these other people or connected to politics once they see this is a viable entity then we what really we talking about 
right now is social engineering. There you oh, go. we can sway there you stuff go. to go a certain go. way for us. There you go. Social engineering. That's exactly what it is. Before we was calling it social engineering, that's what was going on. And what they found, what I think, what they found in when the crack era hit, because we're going to get to, we're going to bring all this full circle. But when you get to the top, the more criminal, <laughs> the, the more criminal aspect of 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 the rapping mixed with the gangster and all of this, what they're finding mm-hmm. is we can do two things. We can actually remove people that we view as a problem while Absolutely. profiting off of them. So this is, you know, I mean, I don't like the analogy because animal cruelty, but, you know, killing <laughs> two birds with one stone. That's what I mean. But essentially, that's what they said. We can yeah. remove this, these people we view as a problem while mm-hmm. profiting off of their, their talent and removing them, but exactly. taking the rights to their music. That's exactly what they're doing. Man, it's a foul, but that's the catch. It all boils, Okay. It all boils back to integrity, right? But yep. But where do you learn musical integrity? You see what I'm saying? Where do you learn it? Mm. You either you yeah. either it's it's either in your circle or it's, it's built into it's, the culture. But they but but that got it gets washed out because we don't because you don't necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm connect all the dots that's where the generation gaps and kind of things happen a situation like this right now is a good it's, it's foul and it's it's messed up but you got to be able to create uh positive situations out of things that are absolutely negative so this is an opportunity for the for us to inject yeah you know what I mean? Because because the kids are listening. Like I think they're listening. So it's an opportunity for us to in, in, inject yeah. integrity back into the music. But we got to be careful. We can't we can't in any way diss what they're doing. Because the the moment you do right. that, it's over. They shutting down. So we got to allow them to to we got to allow them to to inject integrity into what it is that they're doing today. And not expect them to revert back to what we was doing it to to make it be, you see what I'm saying? To make it qualified to have yeah. integrity. That, that mm-hmm. that's gonna be the that's the catch in my opinion. But we have an opportunity to speak to them, and because it's all about the matches. I don't care how you say it. Say it. You see what I'm saying? Like say it how you say it. Right. Say it and cadence. It, sing it. Mumble it. I don't care how you say it, but just inject a a well thought out message, a truth, something truthful. Do yes. that today. You gotta start doing that today. But I don't know, bro. This is what I wanted to say, and I don't want to, you know, what I'm saying, just be on a soapbox. But I just wanted to to ask. I wanted to ask you this while I kind of add yeah. my statement at the same time. If uh, okay, I want to. Matter of fact, I want to ask. This is what, how I want to do it. What would a what would it what was the impetus like? What was the reasoning for you to get knowledge of your culture and your and and black history and uh like where did that jump? Did it start with your parents? Did you take a class? Like where did it start? Um, so I would I would say that it, it started okay um, at home. Like my, uh, but not on it, uh, on more of a, a higher level of reading and like research. And that was in, in, you know, college later on, but just in terms of uh, being loving, being black or being proud to be black and knowing something about your heritage and your culture, that was kind of still like taught nice. uh, by my parents. Because, uh huh. And then, yeah, yeah, and then just uh, uh, later on in my life, in in college, getting introduced to Islam and getting knowledge itself, and going deeper into history and stuff like that, and reading certain books, and 
you know, is what, and I just, yeah. I always for, have for knowledge first, anyway, you know, right? For, for knowledge and for knowledge anyway, right? And just trying to, you know, uh, better so myself. And, you, you know I mean? yeah, so having knowledge yourself, yeah. you came in contact with a person or a group of people in college that kind of introduced you to that. A, okay. Yeah, a, yeah, a person, yeah, a person, no yeah. You know what I mean? Facts. My man for Fort Greene. Okay. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. So for me, it was music. Yeah. Like for me, mm-hmm. that era of Public Enemy, X Clan, Poor Righteous Teachers, Brand Nubian, De La Soul. Uh, right. Now I'm glad you yeah. said that. And I ain't going to cut you, but finish. That, I, I that era of music. Like, I, I mean, I was taught to be proud to be black. You know what I mean? The, I, I, you see what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't right, necessarily right. taught to go read about it necessarily. Right. You see me, what I'm yeah, saying? Me too. But I, I was taught but, that, mm-hmm. you know, had pride in, in who you are, for sure. Right. But that right. that spark to go figure out who the hell said that on that song or who voices that or being able to connect the dots when I, you see what I'm saying? Like, this is who Malcolm X is for real. This is who, and this is why. You see what I mean? Because growing up, you really only going to get right who your people was a fan of. And, and so and so to right. speak, you see what I'm saying? You're not yeah, going to get both absolutely. sides of the coin necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, right. I, my dad had Malcolm X records in the crates, and I was an inquisitive kid, so I'm digging through records. And I'm, you know, so, so I heard it. So I knew who voice it was. When I heard it, when I heard too black, too mm-hmm. strong on public enemy records, like I knew who that was, but but that made me at a later right. age go back to that record. You see what I'm saying? Now, yeah, now that's where I wanted to go right there. So, although I'm saying it was a person that, like, right in, at a later age, right, 18, do I really got serious about going back and reading whatever, but. This is where hip hop is such hip hop is so important. And this is where you can see the power of hip hop. Because now after I really got knowledge itself, really learned some certain things, all the music that I had prior loved, I could really understand what they was talking about. Because I didn't understand all of it then. When X-Clan came right. out, I didn't understand everything. Although I was wearing, you know, the African medallion and all of that. You know what I mean? I didn't understand everything Paul Wright's teachers or Brand Nubian was talking about. You know what I'm saying? But after, but 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 this is where we have to give so much credit to hip hop because even if you don't get it, and this is where while music at different times resonate with you depending Mm -hmm. on your age and your mental development. At that time, a seed was planted. And then the guy I met at 18, the seed was just water. I can go back now and be like, oh, yep. I love this music at the time, but now I love it for a whole mm-hmm. other reason. And I understand the message that was exactly. planted in me at 8, 9, exactly. 10 years old. Exactly. There's, there's tons and of seeds. And that's the importance of music. Tons of seeds being sold. It makes you so aware of things that you didn't necessarily know you was aware of. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. It's just, it's mind blowing how much information I picked up during that era that I don't think. And and the funny thing, okay, huh? The 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 labels did give that music shine, right? For a time, because it was a lot of it. It was, it was, it was a lot of it everywhere, you know. Right. Um, but when yeah. they turned, but but that was the difference during that era. There was a lot of there was there was a lot of everything. There was people it that was. was a lot more it hardcore was. than that. It's just all in what you gravitated to. You know, it, yeah. after a while, it stopped being a lot of everything, especially when it comes to mainstream. Right. Mm-hmm. They took they they Especially took mainstream, and once they decided they was gonna allow hip hop to become in mainstream, they 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 pigeonholed that shit into a specific thing, and this is what you're gonna get. They they didn't allow it to be broad. Once yep. if you're gonna be mainstream, you're not gonna be broad. Um. Mm-hmm. So. Mm, mm, mm. 
I I can I could definitely say this like without hip hop, there's a ton of stuff that I wouldn't know about historically. You know what I mean? Like I just would have I'd have mm-hmm. missed it because yeah. it wasn't taught in nobody's school. It wasn't right. taught. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah, and I and I had the pride, like I had pride, and that, that's the thing. But you can't tell me that Public Enemy, if you was 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old at that time, Public Enemy didn't do for you what the Black Panthers did for some of them kids back in the day. Maybe not extensive, not as extensively, right. maybe not as extensively or as, as tangibly, like hand to hand, as what they was doing, but emotionally, yeah. Yeah. Charged, yeah. bro. You was charged. I mean, charged, bro. I was <laughs> charged. 12, 13, I was charged. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it's, it's, go ahead. Yeah. So, 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 no, no, no. So, I'm just thinking about how um, hip hop is great at carrying a message and it speaks to the power of the music to influence minds to, right. for the positive and the negative. Cause at one, at, and then even when you look at, and of course we talked about it some, some, uh, a little bit before, but when you look at doing if if you wanted to look at it, like a, the conscious kind of peak, that conscious peak of, of hip hop, you had corresponding shows and positive shows to, to go along mm-hmm. with it. So it was, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like mm-hmm. uh, Cosby's mm-hmm. or a different world. You know what I'm saying? Well, other, where yep. black issues was talked about. Yep. You know what I mean? Racism was mm-hmm. talked about, addressed in these shows. So it was like the, the, the culture of what black people right. was doing was more cohesive. Um. And then, of course, then it is a break. It was a breakdown as you move forward. But my point being is that hip hop can be and has been past the engine for change. And when we talk about change, you can't talk about change unless you and I, in a personal conversation, discuss unless you're talking about change, mm-hmm. changing a person's way of thinking. That's what music do. Music can literally change mm-hmm. <laughs> a way a person mm-hmm. views stuff just with a song. So that's how powerful it is. So hip hop does play a significant and critical role, especially when you're talking about right. getting a message over to the youth and to getting them right. to understand. We always talk about uh, right now the way the world views hip hop. You understand what I'm saying? The way the yeah. world, the outside world, the way they view hip hop. Right now is an opportunity to right. completely change that. And in and in and in doing so, if we was the I mean, just as pie in the sky, right? Pie in the sky, what I'm about to say. But on mass. And and when I say this, if if and I got a second part to this too, but but if on mass, okay. hip hop would change the way we speak speak about ourselves and the way we present ourselves then the world has no choice but to see us the way we present ourselves you know what i mean no choice we we get to dictate that no choice Exactly. And that's what the we artists get, and that's understand. the point that's social justice that's the role of hip-hop and social justice right right there. right there yeah we can we we cre- we can and have the power to create the narrative and perception yeah. of us yeah, to the world. That's a fact. You know what's funny is it makes me it makes me you know think back uh, to things like mm-hmm. UTFO when you had Doctor Ice and Ooh. you understand what I'm saying? Like I mean for real, when he was an educated yeah. brother, yeah. Fuck with like that's just what he was on the mic. That was his mind. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like the mm-hmm. we was headed in the right direction. Cause like, why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you? Uh, why is it that the the narrative you choose is the narrative of a of a gangster ninety five percent of the time when movies are written about lawyers, doctors, 
heart surgeons. You see what I'm saying? Too Why right. not? You, you could write an album right. as mm-hmm. anybody. Right. Now, this is, and this is, this is a, a part where we have to take uh, responsibility. Because, because, like, whenever you see or it's portrayed in in movies, mostly in the past, the person that was smart the nerd. does all their work mm-hmm. is that they was considered a square, a nerd, not cool. So You're nobody right. wanted to be that. You wanted to be cool. You wanted to be the man. But that equal having an edge. You know, uh, some other yeah, uh, edge. Yeah. And and basically being how we say we don't right. want to be put exactly. perceived by the world. Exactly. Essentially. It... <laughs> and so we made it not cool to be right. the educated person. We made it on not the mic. cool to be the educated person on the mic. We made it cool <laughs> you know to be saying? the person on the mic that's the most dangerous with the you said the right. Most dangerous with the most guns, right. with the most drugs. And that's the guy that the, the white man drugs. is most afraid of. So when they see us in the street and that's their that's their uh and when they look at the videos, we got their chicks and we got them in real life, they see that shit. So you see what I'm saying? So it's like that's infuriating. Yeah. So when they pull us over, they want to kill us because that's what they see. You get you see what I'm saying? They're afraid of right. You, mm-hmm. I'm not justifying it at yeah. all. You understand what I'm saying at all, but I'm just saying if right. if we if we we gotta stop them from seeing that shit, we could do that. You see what I'm saying? We can stop them from seeing it. The ones that's already mm-hmm. got their perception, maybe they're gonna have it. But going forward, we have we can stop what they see. We could dictate what they right. see. Right. And, and right. And, and we just we just gotta be we just gotta be real about it. We know, and all of us are guilty of it, of loving, embracing, and accepting some real grimy stuff in hip hop yeah. that really is detrimental to us. Yeah. We know that. That, that, and that's just a real conversation. The every artist, every producer, and just black people in general, we have Period. embraced some self-destructive. Yep, yep. And I'm talking about love music and hip hop. That is just and loved them. Just be honest. And a part of that is self-hatred that need to be ridded. And some of it was, I mean, it's a lot of different elements to it. But we just have to accept responsibility and say, yo, we have contributed. To yeah, the crazy yeah, way. Yeah, because my favorite rappers us, are the period. ones that did some of the most damage. Period. So I'm one of the ones that did right. some of the most damage because right. I was help prepare. I was trying to make beats for these niggas. You understand what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. So right. like you're right. You it, know what it, I'm it, saying? It, it's our fault. It's our generation's fault. Specifically. Yeah, one thing that always gets highlighted. One one thing that all gets highlighted, and I and I'm just saying, and I'm not singling Big out because Big, regardless, is mm-hmm. just one of the, the best ever, right? But like I'm just just to give small examples, and we got it's yeah. a million examples, literally we can give. <laughs> but uh, and what's beef? Don't they know my mm-hmm. nigga gutter like to yeah. kidnap kids? Yeah, like, that, what? Throw them what? over the bridge. What? Yo, whoa. Wait a minute. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody will say nothing. <laughs> like, hey, this funny, funny side note. Wait, I seen a minute, video on YouTube on where see Gutter was getting interviewed and they asked him about that shit. <laughs> he was like, yeah. nah, man, baby. He's like, nah, man. Never did no shit like that. <laughs> he was bugging. He was like, Big was just writing rhymes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. He's just, just writing rhymes. Like, the thing yeah. is, once you, when I, I said, it, it made me think, like, when you figure out that nobody, everybody wants to be the person that has the edge, nobody wants to be the not, not cool guy. But but once the guy yeah. in the edge is in, with the right. edge in the room, somebody's got to be edgier to become the guy. And then you get edgier and edgier and right. edgier. And next thing you know, it's right, past gonna push me because right. I'm close to the edge. You way over there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Way. And that's where we at now. Yeah. Way over there yes. somewhere. Cause 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 that, cause absolutely. Uh boot camp click was past edgy. NWA was way yeah. past edgy. 
But but NWA, <laughs> yeah, parts of NWA was sure. necessary. But the only parts that we remember are the gangster mm-hmm. part. There was a song called Express Yourself. There was, you see what I'm saying? Like there it was in it was still in there. Right. But they was going through some shit. So yeah. you see what I'm saying? But what they really, mm-hmm. but what, and even when Ice Cube lived, mm-hmm. his music was mad political, mad conscious. Real, very. So, yes. But they paint him as a gangster yes. rapper. They never let him out that box. Right. 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 And so I, I just wanted to highlight, since we on it, like, uh, that I, we, 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 we're saying that we can, change the narrative mm-hmm. and the perception people have of us um and mm-hmm. uh, and of hip hop um <clears throat> so i'm glad to see doing this whole um this uh the murder of george george floyd has sparked some artists to step forward and put message in their music and speak to the injustice right. that we've all been witnessing right. and that's happened countless of times uh, in the black community, but so I'm gonna just highlight a few. But one of my favorite, or my I think my favorite out of the mm-hmm. ones that I know about, and you can add some if I I leave them off. But Jim Jones joint called the People, um, which is is two minutes. Mark Scavilla who sung did the, the harmonizing on all of Capo. Any okay, it's him. Okay, the Capo album is him. Yeah, yeah I like he's that. on this song. Super dope. And I love it, and I love it because it's not doing it, and this is the thing, too, that we have to talk about, is you can do, quote-unquote, conscious or political or socially conscious or politically conscious You music can do it as yourself. Making that was going to be my second you point see, of being able to change the You pattern. can do it as yourself. You don't have to change it who you are. Right, and this, you, you don't have to change who you are. You can do it in your own way, your own unique style and delivery. And Jim Jones did that perfectly. The people could have been a song on Capo album. You know what I'm saying? That's and the one. That's the one I want to talk Conway, about. Conway, his joint front yeah. lines. Yeah. And so I uh, will go back to it. But Pharaoh Munch, I just heard the full song after the clip that I think you sent me. But with See, I ain't heard the whole that joint. Joint. Word. Okay. Is a goddamn okay. classic. Do you hear me? It's probably it's one of the it's it's okay. my favorite song out right now. You listen, the whole joint is out. I listened to it on you know what I mean or Apple Music before I got up here. Casanova joint, Run the Town. Although it ain't my favorite lyrically and beat wise, because they flipped a uh, nice and smooth sample. I forgot what nice and smooth song that is, but um, they flipped the sample. The beat ain't that great. The lyrics not that great, but mm-hmm. I just love that Casanova is using. Mm-hmm his celebrity, his person, his voice yep. to put a message in his music, meaning he, he's constantly aware of what's going on. So I commend and salute all of them and I hope this catches on and it, and it and the music, continue making the music that you make, but just remember the responsibility. That's the thing. The artist must remember the responsibility that they have to themselves, their inner circle and family, as well as the masses to what you're putting out there because you are mm-hmm. influencing yep. other generations. And not only are you influencing other generations, you, know you influence the public currently. The current public that's the, looking at absolutely. you and, and reacting to your people in the streets. You you influencing them. You know? Yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah. It's a paradox, bro. It, it's funny because... Mm-hmm. It's like we wasted a whole, and this is just speaking to to the, my era. Like we're the, we're the era that got duped. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's sad, but yeah. we're the era that it lost control of. Do you know what I mean? So all of the we, that's the irony. Mm-hmm. And I want to say this to all of the the everybody that's in earshot, friends and family that has voiced their displeasure over the lack of artistry in the in the music today right the fact that our yeah. era is the one that got duped we have absolutely no right to complain that these niggas is pretty much singing nowadays 
You see what I'm saying? We have right. no right <laughs> to be complaining about what yeah. hip-hop sounds like. Because yeah. we are the reason it sounds like this. Partly. You know what I mean? Because we didn't, you know, partly. Technology's got a lot to do partly. with it. But, yeah. mm-hmm. I agree. You know. But anyway. So. Yeah, I feel you. I've been thinking about putting my hat back in the ring as far as trying to help artists get to the way they're trying to go, right? That's just something I'm I'm really trying and but being more hands-on. I've been considering being more hands-on. And now it's like uh Okay. I do want to do it, but now I really only want to do it with somebody. I don't want you to necessarily be a conscious artist, but I'm almost saying I'm almost to the point. It's like now I, I really don't want to I can't just promote somebody that I know that's on some straight flim flam. No matter how talented they right, are. Right, I feel you. And that that right. And that's gonna to lead to I think our part uh now and not even a part two, but another episode uh of Conversate for a Few in which we deal strictly with revamping mm-hmm. what we talk about in the music. Because I understand what you're saying. Because it's got to be, I mean, it's some stuff just, some stuff. Yeah, man, some stuff got to be, be left, left in the, in the past, past, bro. If you, you know what I mean? Like, if you ain't a straight-up hustler, you probably just need to stop talking about that shit right now. Like, if if you're not a bona fide hustler, for real, then you need to figure out a way to lose that from your music. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for it to be there. There's right. enough life out here going on. I promise there's enough life going on out here right now. It, there's enough life in just 2020. Right. In just the six months we done entered in 2020 for you to do an yeah. album without mentioning that gun until we talk about the civil unrest that's going on right now because I think, you know, guns are something that's necessary to be talked about. Right. And, and I'm glad you said that. This is why, I don't know, we're not the uh, most popular yet. Right. Or the biggest podcast, right? Facts. Hip hop podcast, but we the realest because the stuff that we saying, we saying, and I know it's gonna step on certain people's toes. What we saying, that's what makes it real. We're being honest on our podcast. What we saying, people, artists that right. we like might not artists, like. I want to listen to you. Just said. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like artists, I, I that I like right. bullshit from <laughs> ain't gonna like yeah. what I just said. And I'm and, and right. the thing is. I'm I'm praying that they artists enough to give me hot music without the crutch. Be be right. dope. Styles P got an album, album full of it right now. Yeah. Yep. Right now. Absolutely. Full of it. Shut I mean, he up, talk man. his talk, yeah. but it's 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 sensible. It's not like the outlandish, it's not, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he and in that on that album, exactly. talking about how he left that you exactly. know, just reckless talk and living in the past. Exactly. So it can be done, bro. It can be done. And, and this is a conversation too. Yeah, has, we all I mean, know that has been needed everybody in hip hop. Everybody, everybody know that. But the, but the thing is, is it's a conversation that's needed. But this is just like Roger D- Goodell apologizing, bro. If we don't go and yeah. at least try to talk to his, to either it's a, a couple ways to prove uh, uh, do it. In my opinion, you could try to talk to as many young ones as possible and see if you can't get them to do something, or you can be really specific and talk to the ones that you think you're gonna have the most influence over. However, you choose to do it. If we do this show and we don't make some effort to kind of try to, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, sway some young ones in real life to, to you know what I'm saying, assist them in yeah. changing the narrative. You see what I'm saying? However, whatever they need, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's got to happen. Yeah. It's got to happen, bro. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? But, you know, a, a, a thing, and I want to go back to a few uh, shows a few months back, man, that the project, the hip hop project show. They had a really good format for doing that. You right. know what I mean? Um, they wasn't... We know you want to mm-hmm. make the music. We got the opportunity here for you to make the music, but we're not going to allow you to come in here and just flim flam. We're going to teach you why you got to have musical integrity before you even get on the mic. That was a... 
that's an incredible way it was done on that on that uh in that program that we watched in the documentary right. with Lou. Uh, with Lewis. Shout out Lou too, man. Yeah. Um but so I know yeah. it could be done because I done seen evidence of it. It's, and I, you know, and if it could be done that way, it could be done differently. Right. But it can be done. Mm-hmm. You know. Definitely it's gotta be. be done. It's it gotta needs be. to be. It's gotta be. Um now one thing you said earlier that I want to uh, speak about is you you was we were talking about responsibility of hip hop and you were saying how it's not only like hip hop mm-hmm. is not the only genre. Like of all the all all I think all musical genres should play a role in 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 um speaking out against a social injustice or in general it should it should be a tool of upliftment and progression. So let's like these songs that were made, uh, and, and I get it, but uh, I'm saying I get it because I'm about to say something that seems strange, but like these songs that Jim Jones, Conway, Farrell, Munch, Casanova speaking about the George Floyd, and there's, there are, yes, I, and I'm going to say country or right. rock, which it, it ain't really no rock and roll like we, we you know what I mean? But R, even R&B, there's other genres that can do music, that can do, uh, like, can put a message in their music as well. And the reason I say that is because it hasn't been done a lot. Usually when mm-hmm. stuff happens to uh, Black people, naturally, Black people, all Black artists speak up first. But it's not, it's, that's not to say that if... Um, uh, what's the uh, what's the um, Taylor Swift white girl? I knew that's I forgot her name. Taylor Swift. Yeah, she can say, yeah, she can she can say something. You can do a song about it. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? she's scared you to use the white fans. If, you know what I mean? But but exactly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but here's my point, Sinead O'Connor. I I just came across this. I didn't know until today, but Sinead O'Connor. Uh, when she put out her album in 1983, uh, she had a song on there that was basically dedicated mm-hmm. to uh, this black British um, young man that was killed named Colin Roach. He was 21 years old and he was killed in the entrance of a police station. And it was a whole cover up behind how he got shot and all of that. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, got involved, uh, community activists. But she did a whole, her album was dedicated to his right. parents and the family. And she had a picture of um, the parents on the inside cover of the album uh, in the rain with like kind of somber faces looking mm-hmm. at a poster of their son that had been gunned down. Uh, so everybody right. and all the jobs And, and, and the thing is, bro, every artist ain't going to be an activist. Every artist ain't going to have something to say. And that's right. cool. And, but there's, and you can't cool. tell me that you can have that many people outraged enough to be in the streets and you don't have a high percentage of artists that feel that same energy. And if that's, if that, if you're right. an artist and you ain't, you ain't operating, you ain't doing art with the energy that's in your body, then what good are you? For real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. you're an artist and you ain't, yeah, and you're not operating with the energy to send you for real. Then look, what good are you as an artist? You really out here just making toys. You're not making art. That's what I think it needs to be understood mm-hmm. at this point. This is a good time for people to understand the difference. You should be able to clearly tell the difference between art and commodity right now. Easily. Easily. It's right. going to be easy for you mm-hmm. to tell whether the song came from somebody's heart because everybody emotionally is so raw right now. The songs that's from the heart should connect with you a little more. The ones that's just flim flam should just wash right off like oil and vinegar. Especially from hip hop artists like Yeah. You know. Every and every song on your album ain't got to be a protest song. Every song ain't like but have your album be about real life and right. what's going on in that's real life it, right yeah. now. Because I don't want your album to be about COVID. Right. right. 
You see what I'm saying? It'll I don't make want the album balance. to be about COVID, but right. <laughs> if you can do an album right now about your real life and you not mention the COVID, then I, you, I don't understand how you did that. You see what I'm saying? I don't understand how you did that. Where were you? Yeah. Where were you? Where were you? You know what I mean? If you could do an album right now and not mention yeah. the fact that right now that, that you know what I mean? You, can, it, you can't mention George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, not just by name, you know what I mean? But like how you feel right now, then come on, man. Get out of here. You got to be able to. Mm-hmm. If you're an artist. Yeah. You know? And I get it. Some artists feel like they they duty is to make the world feel good, so they don't speak on. You understand what I'm saying? I get that. But you could do the Sinead O'Connor. This album could be dedicated mm-hmm. to. You could you can give some proceeds from too. You can make sure that you know what I mean that people understand which where your heart is. But you ain't mm-hmm. you. That's not the music you want to put out. Whatever you got to do, but do it with integrity. I think that's really what it boiled down to. Right. Yeah. But right. I don't know, bro. <sighs> hip hop going hip hop going forward, man, is I'm 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 interested in to see mm. what happens. And the thing is, is it's like I saw a meme the other day. It's like the trash artists or the artists that ain't talk that ain't talking about shit and ain't ever gonna talk about shit is they can't wait for this to pass. They nervous as hell. Because they know they can't put that flim flam product yeah, out yeah. until things are calm. Because it's just going to, people going to be like, yo, what is this? Why are you, you see what I mean? But we have to keep right. that same energy. Mm-hmm. We can't let you come back. Like, we ain't going to say you got a can of project if you had one on the way. You know what I mean? Like, but add some joints to it. Yeah, yeah. And, and and say this was recorded mm-hmm. such and such and such, but that ain't how shit go nowadays. People ain't recording albums and have them sitting for six months and then putting them out. Like people recording up to the day that they putting them out. So we ain't got to, we we that would be old thinking to think that this even possibly happening like that. So so what do you think we gonna see going forward, man? Like. Whew, wow. That is that is the question. Um dang man. I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see more I think we're gonna get more of a message because because people's senses mm-hmm. senses has been heightened. People uh, or becoming more conscious of different issues that's been going on that's systemic. Uh, so I think we may get more of a message in the music. The momentum will be there for a while. But I, I think if nothing is done to sustain, you know, messages being in the music, that being now just being a part of the fiber of hip hop, then it'll slowly go back to what the business owners of the music labels and platforms mm-hmm. uh, want it to be. So something has to be done. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You're right. To keep the momentum, to keep the awareness there. If not, it'll go back to the same old, same old. Because, and I, unfortunately, I hate to say mm-hmm. that, but unfortunately, we just look at it. We can run yep. down murders from uh, from the yep. earliest one to George Floyd, and in but what happened in between Trayvon Martin and Eric Garner? What did hip hop do? What happened in between from Eric Garner to Tamir Rice? From Tamir Rice right. to Sandra Bland, what was hip hop doing? Like it was the same. Or if something was said, it was said at that time, and that was just that, and then every it went back to business as usual. That's what I'm saying. So something has to be done so that it don't go back to business as usual in terms of the the right. output of the music. They're having the same old narratives recycled, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's contributing to an ongoing problem. 
and, and me as an artist, I would be want, willing to make a change, which is a small change, was just be more of a message in the music. You know why? Because because if you if we people, everyone is talking about systemic racism, just that other. One thing that one thing that racists do, mm-hmm. if you notice, is use every excuse. So we don't need nope. to give them no more excuses to use. Well, y'all talk about I don't understand if if it matters so much and so valuable. Y'all talking about killing each other and mm-hmm. all your music. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Like, which that doesn't excuse you for just having no reason to just outright hate black people, but. You know what I mean? What's the old folks saying? Mm-hmm. Like, don't give a person a stick, a stick exactly in their right. hand to hit you with. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know what I mean? And the thing is, 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 huh. and the funny, we can't get to it all. There's a lot of ladies. It ain't, we, you can't get to I think it that's all, the point. Yeah. We're not asking artists <laughs> to leave out to leave out any part of the narrative. We just asking right. artists to speak to the whole damn thing. You see what I mean? If the there's drugs picture. and plight yeah, in your neighborhood, picture. we ain't saying don't speak to that. You know what I mean? If they, but if, they, if there's bad cops in your neighborhood and people that's doing things to counteract that, speak to that too. You see what I'm saying? Like speak to speak to everything that you see, right? Mm-hmm. Not just the things that you think people want to hear, and the things. That's the catch. Be an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be yeah that's basically what we said. Yeah, yeah be like, a promise. Stop, don't be that's just a commodity because they're yeah. using you. Because they was using us. You know what I mean? And I'm going to promise you, mm-hmm. when you, when you look back and you realize that you was either being used or just talk about the whole thing. I ain't saying go out there and every artist got to be an activist. But if it's in you, do what's in you. But as an artist, talk about the truth and talk about the whole thing. Tell me what you see. Tell me how you feel. You see what I'm saying? Tell me what you can't cope with. Tell me what you can't cope with. Tell me what you're doing to cope, even if it's fucked up. Tell me what you're doing to cope if it's good. We need to hear that shit too. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. some days you take a shot, and some days you meditate. We need to hear both of them. You know, that's just but just right. keep it real for real. For once. This is the it's necessary. Like your people need you at this yeah. point. If you're a rapper, your people need you. And they don't need you to be outside yourself, because that ain't gonna do none of us no good. Right, you know, like I, I don't agree. know what else to say to that. Like I, that, that right there, I think it's the hip hop's role in social justice, right. right there. <laughs> in, a, in a nutshell, right? Like, God knows. This. <laughs> Thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Listen, Jeff Jam. <laughs> for sure yeah but well, you got anything else to add bro yeah. I swear nah nah I think we I think we got it I think we're in, I a, think, good place I, I think we're in a good place with it alright man um thank y'all for having us back forgive us for our absence um stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch I'm not even gonna do the whole spiel on this one uh, I'm gonna tell y'all to go <laughs> subscribe um, on all your favorite listening platforms. I don't care your streaming platforms. I don't care if it's Spotify, Apple, Google, um, Anchor, Stitcher. Uh, we on all of them. Just make sure you subscribe to the show, rate the show, share the show with your friends. Let them know that we here because that's the only way they're gonna know is if you tell them. Um, leave us some comments and let us know what you think. Share what you think. Uh, hip hop's role on social social justice is, um, yeah, we'd like to hear your thoughts about that. Uh, make sure to follow us at Conversate for a few on Facebook and Instagram. And with that being said, yo, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music.
Absolutely was not. This was a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host, John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.